right. Hey, everybody. This is Greg Rethner with the Abstract Podcast. Uh, we have Park Hal, founder of the Business of Story and author of Brand B Witchery. Park, please say hi. <laughs> hi, Greg. Hi, all you viewers and listeners out there. Great to be here today. We're excited about uh, kind of chatting with you about um, building stories using ABT. I'm not going to give it away for our listeners what that means today. But uh, before we do that, um, in preparing for our podcast, Park, I was intrigued would be saying, would be understating what kind of came over me as I was looking at your background. Um, volunteer for City of Phoenix, Environmental Quality and Sustainability Commissioner, um, a professional storytelling, corporate social responsibility advisor, and author of Brand Bewitchery. Um, I don't even know how to unpack all that. So <laughs> how does part go from there to here? Well, as you see over my shoulder here, I play the piano and I have since I was in the third grade. And Greg, I used to just always love writing songs. I just wrote all these little ditties and wrote, 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 wrote. Um, ended up getting a degree in music composition and theory at WSU, Washington State University, but I figured I wasn't going to make a living as a composer. So I also got a degree in communications and I've really spent the last 35 plus years in branding and marketing, 20 of those years running my own ad agency, Park & Co. out of Phoenix, Arizona. A lot of the work we did or what I was really drawn to was sustainability work, environmental work, purpose-driven cause work. And we built a really nice agency doing that. But I ran it for 20 years. 10 of those years, I really enjoyed it. The second 10, I didn't enjoy it as much because I'm kind of that restless soul. It's like, okay, been there, done that. It's going great. What's next? And that was right about the time where technology was really taking off. And I realized branding as we knew it was completely changing. While our clients used to own the influence of mass media, the masses had become the media and are the media and they're louder, more vo vocal now than ever. And it's really hard to stand out. That's when I started studying storytelling back in 2004, 2005. Started applying it around 2008 through brand development and had a lot of success with it. But I was still learning as I went. So as you said, I wrote my book, Brand Bewitchery, which is my 10-step story cycle system to help brands really craft a compelling story and show them how to tell it in the world. But Greg, this can be complicated. It can be complex if you're not all dialed in. You know, if you have a guide like myself, I can help you get through it, but it's not as easy as it needs to be. And so I learned about the and button. Therefore, you talked about earlier, the ABT. Um, and now I, I teach that, and that's where all great business storytelling starts is that fundamental and button, therefore. And then we build from there. Um, Last thing before I take a breath is how did I then get involved in sustainability is because of my agency work and the school of sustainability at ASU invited me to come in as an adjunct professor to teach storytelling there. Walgreens came along and asked, would you be a story consultant to our corporate social responsibility team? Of course. And that's where you find me today, but really I'm about consulting, teaching, coaching, and speaking the power of story to help leaders of purpose-driven brands excel through the stories they tell. Now I'll take that breath. Okay. All right. So that's a, that's a, a fair amount to unpack, but I, I think it lays the foundation for some of the stuff we're going to talk about. So first things first, when you say, and, but, and therefore ABT, um, 
my wife and I have this rule that we're never allowed to follow up an apology with but. So I'm sorry, but. So my mind instantly goes with, okay, now I'm intrigued how you effectively use um, but in kind of, I don't know, story or like yeah. what, help me understand the right way to start to win arguments with my wife using but, please. <laughs> well, I think you are both correct, but negates that apology. So you can't say, hey, you know, I'm really sorry about doing this, but you know, all of a sudden you're not really sorry. And yeah. that's true in leadership. You know, you want to be very careful because but as we have found is the number one trigger word. That means there's a change in plot. There's something going on. And it, it, it is a conflict or a contradiction to what you said right before that. In sales and marketing, however, it is extraordinarily powerful, especially if you are speaking from your audience's point of view. That's where the ABT or the and button therefore comes in. Real quick, and but and therefore are the three forces of story. And is that statement of agreement, but is the conflict or the contradiction that triggers our limbic system and curiosity to say, well, how does this end? Therefore, here's how I am here for you to help. Huh. So when you're thinking about you're selling something, let's just say the shortest ABT I've ever written to sell my services are this. Most executives communicate and care but bore. Therefore, tell a story. I can show you how. So I'm, it's not a story in and of itself, but it uses those three forces. Statement of agreement, but here's the complication. Therefore, here's the consequence, or here's how I can help you moving forward. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> and you, I, I can tell you practiced this a couple of times because uh, that well, was concise. I yeah, that was awesome. I learned it from uh, Dr. Randy Olson, who is a Harvard PhD evolutionary biologist turned USC filmmaker who produced three documentaries on climate change and global warming, but has written six books teaching scientists what he learned in Hollywood to be able to communicate their big ideas. Everything he teaches now is down around the end button. Therefore, when I learned about it from him in 2013 in his book called Connection, I immediately saw the power of the ABT to make a complex brand story simple, easy for an audience to digest. So I've worked with Andy ever since then. We've become fast friends and I teach in his curriculum to scientists and then translate everything I'm learning there over into the business world. And it's just repetition, man. Practice, practice, practice. So that, that kind of makes me think of something you said early in uh, our podcast here around um, creating your, your brand and your story is not as easy as it needs to be. Um, most of the time, when I, when I hear people talk about that, they say as easy as it should be. Um, and is it, do you see this kind of ABT model helping business leaders maybe build a formula or some type of journey to, to make that um, as easy as it needs to be? Yeah, absolutely. It is It is the most powerful. Believe me, I have studied everything from the hero's journey, which led me to my 10-step story cycle system, to the Pixar pitch, you know, which is complicated in and of its own right, because we aren't screenwriters. We're, we're business communicators. And I found, and I, I also teach the five primal elements of a short story for big impact, which is an ABT, just expanded a little bit. But it all starts with and, but, and therefore. And to your point about branding, 
here's what your listeners and viewers can do right now. Here's the simplest way to think about your product and start really refining what your brand story is. First, identify your audience, your number one audience. It's not a bunch of people. It is that one core audience that makes up 80% of your sales. What do they want? And why is it important to them? That's your statement of agreement. Who's your audience? What do they want? And why it's important to them. But why don't they have it? What's standing in their way? Therefore, how are you the unique, most reliable resource for them to get what they want? How do you bridge that gap? How do you solve that problem for them? Huh. That is the quickest way. And believe me, I've, I have created brands, I mean, coming out the wazoo. <laughs> that's, that's what was my core talent in all of my advertising marketing work was brand development. And I found, man, if you can boil it down to that, Greg, who's your audience, what do they want, and why is it important to them? That's your statement of agreement. Act one, essentially. Now let's put in a little conflict or contradiction. But they don't have it because of this. Therefore, we're going to help get it because we offer it this way like no one else does. Start with that, man. That gets your positioning statement down. That can actually lead to a tagline. I can give you an example of one if you like real quick. Yeah. So there's this used car dealership for credit risk buyers in Quebec. And now as soon as I say that I've opened this story loop and you all are thinking, oh yeah, they're probably a bunch of sharks out there. They're just trying to get them in any car they possibly can. They know that they're going to make three or four payments. They're going to default. They'll go and jack their car back. They'll take their money. And they'll sell it to someone else, right? You're nodding. That's what everyone thinks. Well, pray. Auto Partez, which is French for Ready Car Go, does something remarkably different. Okay. Andre Martin Hobbs, that runs that company, does it for one reason, and that is to help Canadians get back on their feet with their credit. Coming out of the recession, they got hit by you know the, the, the global recession, or maybe they had a divorce, or maybe they had health care bills built up. These are people that have lost everything and maybe it wasn't their fault. Maybe it was their fault, but they are really trying to get back on their feet. So he puts them in a vehicle, but he first makes them go through a little three hour financial planning thing. And he goes, Greg, before I sell you anything, I need to make sure you come to grips with and are accountable for what your finances are actually, because I want you to be able to make these payments Every month for the next two years, you do that, you will have repaired your credit. And we're going to follow up with you every month for the first three months. And then every other month, just to make sure that everything's cool. So he's not literally a used car salesman. He's a financial planner for these people. That's genius. Isn't that uh. genius? So we did an ABT for him when I heard this. And I said, you know what it is? And it's written from your buyer's perspective. You want the freedom of owning your own car, but you have bad credit. Therefore, Freight Auto Parties will put you in a car you can actually afford to get you back on the road to financial freedom. That's his ABT. That's his position statement. It all led to this one tagline, Freight Auto Parties, your vehicle to financial freedom. Interesting. Well, okay. I would challenge you a little bit here. Yep. And obviously this is, you know, I'm, a, I'm an expert in ABT for all of uh, 11 minutes now. Love so I, I know everything now. Um, so wouldn't it be like um, something like you have, you want the freedom of vehicle delivers, 
but you don't understand how to, there's like a, there's a deeper thing there, like, but you don't understand how to properly manage your finances. Like, I don't know. Is there, is, maybe I'm thinking about that in the wrong way. No, no. It's a really good, really good question, Greg. And the thing about an ABT is once you get it down, that core ABT, you can start pivoting it to other ways. Now, here's one thing. So you are right. If I'm a buyer and I know I want the freedom of owning a car, but I'm kind of messed up in my mind, not sure. Can I really afford one? I don't really understand my credit rating. What can you do? That ABT would be great. You want the freedom of owning your own car, but you don't understand the financing. And that's what got you in trouble in the first place. Therefore, come in. We will help you understand your financial position and get you into a car you can actually afford. What I learned about Auto Partez is people originally, initially did not come to them for that financial acumen, that, that development. They came to them because they just wanted a car. Yeah. And that's when they had to push back and go, wait, wait, wait. I'm not sure you can afford a car or afford one of our cars. And you may want that car there, but we're going to put you in this car here because you can actually afford that one. The only way we're going to know is unless we put you through that financial planning. So my ABT was about that car buyer that just wants a car, but they got crappy credit. Therefore, we're going to help you get in a car and get you on the road to financial freedom. So we start to set that up, but we're not as specific in that overarching brand uh, story. By the way, he was hoping to grow. This was four years ago. I helped him with that. He was hoping to add one, maybe two more dealerships by 2020. They are building their fifth dealership now and are the fastest used car dealership in Quebec. People take the bus eight hours to come into them to get a car now. That's how powerful their ABT and their brand story is to that audience. That's awesome. Well, okay. So Abstract is a startup. We've been live in market for like six months now. Um, and we, we still iterate on our story. Um, it's definitely a, an ongoing work in process. And like, what would you, what, what advice would you give for, for someone like us that is bringing what is arguably still a new technology um, the market by and large, doesn't even know what we deliver as technologically possible or exists. Like how do we create a story that kind of educates, but also gets people to believe and buy into what we're doing? All right, well, let's do it real quick. And I know nothing about you. So I've done yeah. no research. You and I have not set this up. Let's just see what happens here. Yeah. So Greg, what is, let's start and write an ABT for you real quick. We're going to start with the problem. We want to get that but statement as a singular, a narrative as possible. Then we're going to set it up with your customers. So what is the problem you solve for in the world? Uh, reactive sales coaching. What does that mean? Uh, that means that uh, for sales leaders that are, you know, our focus is B2B software for sales leaders in that space, the tools they have available to them today only allow them to be reactive with their coaching. They can only identify and coach on things after they've happened. And you are, you help them to become proactive, to anticipate what's going to happen. So we have a real-time technology that actually coaches in the moment while reps are on calls. So based upon what Park My Prospect says, Abstract tells me as a sales rep what to say in response to your objection. So is Abstract an AI software that listens to our um, dialogue and then repeat or spews back saying, okay, Greg, Park, 
has said this, this, this. He must have a hot point here. Try to go and and do the prospects know that they are being listened to by an no. AI? Nope. Okay. So what the the real problem is in the old way of selling, you have to be able to digest this information immediately and be reactive. And there's going to be a lag. There's going to be a latency in that when you're on a call with a prospect. What abstract.ai does is, is basically computes the conversation real time and like a coach sitting by your side, tease up what you should be saying next. Correct. So you don't even have to think about it. You can focus on connecting, listening with your prospect versus trying to multitask, try to disseminate this information as quickly as possible, and then come back with the right proper answer or direction or input for your prospect. Do I have that right? Yes, sir. So, so you, the problem you solve for is being reactive. The latency that happens of being reactive and the lack of communication and connection that can happen when you are a reactive sales rep on a call. So something like that. So again, yeah. I'm just kind of parsing this out. I call this an informational ABT because they end up being long. And then you want to make them really super short called a conversational one. Uh, and then you find the one that's just right there for us. So we're working through the informational one. So right. your audience, who is your number one audience? So it's an interesting question. So our buyer is a VP of sales, VP of sales enablement. But our audience, the people listening to this podcast are typically like individual sales reps um, is what we found. But who, who is 80% of your revenue? Uh, sales VP leaders. Sales yeah, VPs of sales. Yeah, yeah, all right. So you're a sales leader. By the way, when you talk about the sales leader, other salespeople are leaders in their own right, and they're growing up to be leaders. They want to be leaders, so they're listening to you to get more education. So they, by proxy, will be able to understand that. You know. So yeah. as a as a vice president of, of sales and sales enablement, you want to you want to connect with your prospect on as deep as level as possible. And if you can be less reactive and more proactive in those conversations, then they will appreciate your understanding and empathy for what they need. But currently the old mode of sales is all reactive as you are trying to, because you are trying to digest their need and come up with a solution on the fly. Therefore, we can get you ahead of that sales curve with abstract.ai who uses you know artificial intelligence to listen in on the conversation and coach you real time on what to say next. Well, now not perfect, but now I have a better idea of what you do, what you're about, and your singular narrative here is going from being reactive to proactive in your sales consulting, in your sales prospecting. I feel like I should be paying you like a consulting fee or something, Park. I'll send you a bill. That's cool. I'm happy yeah. to do that. But that's how you do it. That's how you work the ABT. You know, just tell your folks about the the narrative gem for business. Everything I just told you is caught in a 75 page guide that you can get on on Amazon and go down and 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 work through this. But remember, go through that list. Who's my audience? What do they want? And why is it important to them? But why don't they have it? The old way of selling, in your case, is being reactive. 
Therefore, the new way of selling is with abstract.ai, where we have AI listening in or guiding every conversation to be able to tee up um, the meaningful messages that you need to be sharing with your prospects to get to sales faster. I love that. I love that. Well, keeping an eye on the, on the time here, Park, yep. um, for your, for organizations, you know, abstract included up to about seven minutes ago when we figured this all out way <laughs> too fast, um, that are struggling to define that story and maybe don't know who their buyer persona is or kind of don't know why they would build that product. Like, where, where do I go to begin to think about kind of putting those pieces together? Yeah, well, I can help you. Um, I've got a very short 18-minute online course, three short videos by me called the ABTs of Selling. It'll okay. take you through how to do that. It's over at businessofstory.thinkific.com, or you can find it on my website at businessofstory.com. In the book, The Narrative Gym for Business, we have examples of how to do that while walking you through it. And then you know what other people do, Greg, is they reach out to me on LinkedIn and they actually send me ABTs. And then we, I coach them sometimes live for the whole world to see, sometimes through instant messaging. And you can just find me. I've got a weird enough name that no one else has it out there. Park, P-A-R-K, Howell, H-O-W-E-L-L. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm sorry. Well, you can find me there too, but find me on LinkedIn and share an ABT with me and let me know how it's all working for you. I love it. You made this uh, podcast way too easy, Park, because uh, the last thing I was going to ask you was how do people get in touch with you? But it uh, seems like you've already answered that for us as well, sir. Um, really appreciate it. I really like kind of know your audience. What do they want? What's important to them? Um, kind of when you start thinking about it in that way, it starts to allow you to, to lay the foundation, yeah. right? And, um, and but and therefore, I really like that because those are three words that for the longest time, I didn't really like using in business. And now putting them all together, it seems like, uh, you know, the ingredients by themselves don't taste all that good, but when you put them together, it forms something pretty special. So, Set up problem resolution. Our, our limbic system loves that stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate it, sir. Thank you for your time and insights today, Park. And our listeners are definitely going to enjoy uh, picking up and maybe trying some of the things he talked about today. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Greg. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Yeah.